Just kidding. I was muted. Hey, what's up, everybody? <laughs> Embarrassing, but it is what it is. Shit happens. The show is live. And that's just, you know, something that is entirely possible when you're running a live show. So what's up, everybody? Welcome to Side Friend Chronicles. I am your host, Estella the Bella. Um, holler at me, follow me on Instagram. My tag is right there. Um, you will not miss one beat and you get extra um, me content, right? The real me, the real fucking deal. Uh, so make sure you follow that as well as the Instagram of this podcast, Cyprin Chronicles, um, and you will get all the notifications. And if you haven't already, make sure that you like this video and subscribe. Costs you nothing. Um, so I did what I typically do and I hopped on um, Instagram live and I got ready there. Did my hair in 15 minutes. Holla at your girl. She knows what's up. Um, me. I am she. Uh, yeah. So um, talking to the people Told them how I was feeling today. Made me feel better, which is what I went on there for. Um, and they asked me what I was going to talk about today. Told them what I was going to talk about today. The feedback was positive. So here we are. Um, first and foremost, let's see. What do I want to start with? Mm. You think I would have a plan, but I don't. I'm a off the cuff kind of gal anyways. So, um, I want to start by saying I posted a poll today. This is like a really insignificant thing. I'll get into the real shit in a minute. Um, but I made spaghetti the other night and then I had it for lunch yesterday and it made me think about how much more I like spaghetti the next day than I do when it's fresh. Now, I'm not saying I don't like fresh spaghetti. I do. I love it. But something about that next day spaghetti just really fucking hits the spot for me. Um, and so that was my vote. A lot of people voted fresh, but next day was catching up. So I think that like, I think what's going to end up happening is it's going to catch up and it's going to win. So I'm holding out hope. Holding out hope for the next dayers. Um, but let's get into the real topics, the real conversations. Um, I came to the podcast today with a whole sheet of notes of shit that I wanted to talk about. Because like I've told you guys before, if this is your first time tuning in, you don't know what I'm talking about unless you go back and watch the other episodes. I think that my algorithm thinks that I'm seeking specific videos. So I happened to stumble upon somebody on Instagram that he... Uh, Hi, 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 hi. Actually, yeah, let me let me pause really quick and say shout out to the people in the, the comments today. We got Timothy in the house. Actually, he was in the house this morning. 
Um, Timothy says, this is Tim. I really miss Jimmy joining you as part of the podcast. I really hope Jimmy comes back to join Sideburn Chronicles. You both make a good pod together. Thanks, Tim. I thought we were a pretty dynamic duo too, but Jimmy is taking a break right now. So I am holding down the fort. Um, I don't know when he's going to come back. So that's all I can speak to. Uh, William, thank you, William, for always stopping by. I appreciate your support weekly. Um, I am extremely ticklish in the feet and the thighs, the thighs as well. Uh, Keith, you're just the fucking realist man. And I appreciate you. I'm glad you're here every single week. Um, y'all make sure you check out Keith. He's quite the artist. Um, follow him on Instagram. Maybe he'll drop his tag here. We'll see. Um, Lakindu, Kanishka. Um, thank you so much. I can't really see the flag. I'm super blind. I can barely read these comments, to be honest. And I'm guessing half the time. And I think I do a good job. Jay Wynn, what's up, Jay Wynn? Happy to have you here. Thought I lost you for a second, but here you are. I appreciate you. Thank you for showing up. Um, so now that we've done some of those shout outs, shout out to everybody else who is watching and not commenting. You don't have to, it's fine. I like to interact with you guys, so it's always appreciated. Um, so my algorithm seems to think that I am a woman who's seeking advice from men on how to be a woman who is attractive to men. I told you guys I thought it was weird. Like, I think it's weird that, like, male gynecologists are a thing, right? How could you really know what it's like to have a vagina and a uterus and all these things if you do not yourself possess one? Um, I think that a lot of the men on here giving advice to women on how to be women who are attractive to men, like I get it. You get a lot of views. Um, some of the shit you say I do agree with. Um, but I don't like where it comes, like telling, saying it, and I know that you frame it this way because that's what attracts your viewers, right? That's the audience you're bringing in. That's who you're making money off of. And I think it's very like predatory, but I will say that because you frame it that way, I don't like it. Some of the shit you say, I think, has value in it, but I don't like the way it's framed. So I think that giving women advice but not saying it as a in order to attract. Now, I know that that's the reason why they're clicking it because some of these women are desperate. They're in a space where... Um, they're like at their wits end, right? Like, what's wrong with me? Why am I single? I'm a great woman. I'm doing these things. Like, why can't I keep a man, right? Like, that's your audience. And and I think that you can do, I think you could give the sound advice and the coaching without framing it the way that you do because you keep them in that mental space by framing it the way that you do. Does this make sense to you guys? Do you hear me what I'm saying? Like, not everything women do should be to attract men, right? And I think that 
like my advice to people like who are dating or whatever is always like do the things you enjoy doing right be in spaces you enjoy being in be yourself not doing the things that you think is going to make him attracted to you because he's not going to be attracted to you. He's going to be attracted to the person that he thinks you are, that you're pretending to be to attract him. Right. And that's not sustainable. And that's my beef with this shit. Like I think, and I don't know, maybe it's because I've been hanging around in the PD world. Right. It's like everybody should do some PD, right? Like you should be working on all the little things about yourself, right? So that like when it comes to this season of your life of meeting somebody and and whatnot, like you are showing up as your most authentic self. And like I firmly believe that's like what what's meant for you will not miss you. You... Like, I believe in the law of attraction, right? So I think that if you're doing all this shit to try to appease him, you're not real. It's fake. And when you're being fake, you're going to attract fake shit. And that is not sustainable. And that's what y'all are looking for, right? That's what women are looking for who are showing up to these channels for this advice from these men. They're looking for something that's going to, like, be like a sustainable, loving, committed, healthy relationship. And I just don't think that seeking it that way is going to work out for them. And so that's my beef with dudes on Instagram and on YouTube making these videos. Now, I know what you're doing. I know you got to make money. I know you got to like grow your coaching business. I just think that you need to like be open to the fact that you're not actually helping people. And in fact, you're hurting people by perpetuating that. Okay. That's my beef with it. Does anybody else have anything they want to contribute to that? Because if not, I will move on. Um, let me see. Is there anything else I want to contribute to that? I am... When am I going to wear an anklet? I'm wearing one right now. I'm just not showing it to you um, because that's not what this podcast is about anymore. Sorry. Sorry, sorry, sorry. Sorry to uh, burst your bubble or break your heart or whatever it is. Um, if you want to see that kind of content, y'all know where to go. Jimmy promotes it here on this channel. It's called Go to the Daddy Goods Production channel. And check out his Plenty of Feet podcast that is on that channel. And you can see all the girls and all their feet and all their things, all their glory. Okay. Um, next order of business then, if nobody has anything to contribute to what I just said, um, is that I was hanging out with, we'll call him... Per Keith's suggestion, Mr. Wonderful. <laughs> uh, that's funny. I don't know that he's going to love that. Maybe he will. I don't know. Anyways. And I think we were like, he was like on Instagram or something and came across some like question is, would you, 
if you were put in this position where you had to do one of two things, it's either snitch on your friends or cheat on your significant other, which one would you do? Right? And immediately I'm like, okay, like as the, like if this was him or something as a significant other, I got to like take one for the team, right? But then I'm like, no, I, I don't know if I would be okay with that actually because, okay, so I've never like snitched on a friend, right? Um, I've never cheated in a relationship though either. I have been single or seeing somebody and entertained somebody else, right? But if you're not like in a committed relationship, you're allowed to do that. But I don't like the way that that felt either. So it's not something that like I want to continue to do in my life. Hold on. I have like a cat fur that just like landed on my lip. Okay, we're good. Um, Hi, Larry. Thank you for showing up. Better late than ugly. Ha <laughs> ha. That's what I say. Um, where was I? Okay. So you have to make a choice. Are you going to cheat on your girl or your guy or your person? Or are you going to snitch on your friends where there potentially could be like some jail time and all kinds of shit, right? And, um, obviously nobody wants to snitch on their friends. You have your friendship. You've been friends with whoever people, however long. Keith says, how much time would my friend do? And how long have I been with this person? Uh, that is a really, really good question. I think context matters. Um, I think it sucks all the way around. I think everybody loses because, okay, say you choose snitching on your friends, right? Like they go to jail, their life and everybody in their immediate life is disrupted, right? Like if they have a family, if they have a girl, but the other part of me is y'all shouldn't be doing stupid shit in the fucking first place, right? Like why do I as the person in the relationship with the person who's faced with the decision have to like suffer because someone over here is doing fuck shit and it caught up to them. Like what the fuck? Right. And I think that if you choose to cheat so that you don't snitch on your friend, so your friend doesn't go to jail for doing shit that your friend shouldn't have fucking done in the first place. Right. Like don't put yourself in these positions. That's something you can control. But it's like, my thing is, if you cheat on the person, right, like, it's not just cheating on the person. Like, that ruins relationships. Like, you, like, someone wants to, like, get over it, right? But that's not really something you can ever get over. You'll never trust them again. Like, and then... It'll make you insecure. Like you'll start comparing yourself. Like there's a lot of really, really fucked up consequences. And it's like if you're in a relationship with somebody, I feel like the purpose is to be with that person, right? Like build something, not just 
okay, this is what I'm doing this year. I'm in a relationship with this person. It's not like something I feel like you should go into with like, oh, this is temporary. So like if you're in a relationship with someone and you make the decision to cheat on them rather than snitch on your friend, like basically it's a, it's saying to me that you're not into this relationship and it's like, just fucking break up with me. You know what I mean? Like I'd rather that happen because I'm never going to trust you and I'm never going to be okay. Like that's going to fuck me up for a while kind of a deal. And then, but I also see how like you wouldn't want to like do your homie dirty and snitch on your homie and, or your girl or whatever. Hi, Zumbo. Um, hi, Esme. Hi, William. So uh, Keith says, context matters. And I do to an extent, but then the other piece of me is like, we're all responsible for ourselves, right? Like, I'm not going to go do some shit and then hold someone close to me responsible for keeping it a secret, right? Like, that's not your responsibility. I don't need that to eat at you. If I do some stupid shit, then I'm doing it knowing that there might be consequences to these actions, right? And I feel like if I was the homie that you had to snitch on or cheat on your relationship with, I'm a selfless person. I'd be like, well, like snitch on me, dude. Like if I shouldn't have been doing what I was doing, if it was something I had to do that wasn't legal, like it just is what it is. That's the risk you fucking take. You know what I mean? And I don't feel like that's something that you, when you get into a relationship, you're not like, I'm getting into this relationship knowing that if, you know, he's faced with this situation, like he's going to cheat on me. Like, it's like, you don't get into a relationship thinking, okay, I'm taking this risk. Like, this is definitely going to happen because I got into this relationship. No, like when you do some fuck shit, you're like, I might go to jail for this. Like. That's not what happens when you get in a relationship, you know? Does that make sense to me, to you guys, like to me and to you guys? I, I have to ask myself that too um, because I'm not the most articulate person in the world. I just fucking, my thoughts be firing off, triggering other thoughts and shit. And so I got to like, kind of like grab them, bring them together, pull them back in. Otherwise, like I have ADD like a motherfucker. So I don't know, for me... I've never snitched on a friend, but in this season of my life, I might, I might have to choose snitch on the friend, <laughs> like, uh, 100 fucking percent. Cause, um, if I'm in a relationship, then the way that I see it is that's the person I'm trying to be with. That's the person I'm trying to do life with. It's me and that person. And then everybody else. And, um, sorry, like that's who I choose, right? Like that's my family and that's how that goes. Um, what do you guys say? So let's see. EMB show says snitch. Why destroy your life for them? I hear ya. William Lewis says snitch. Um, Larry Wesson sounds like a lose-lose situation. I agree. I think that's a really shitty position to be put in. Um, 
But like as a friend, how could you put your friend in that position? You know what I mean? Like in a position to where they have to be responsible for holding your secret or your your fuck up, you know? Um, I don't know. That's how I see it. I, yeah, I don't know. Yeah, I'm not ruining my life for loyalty. Yeah, and that's a good point, Zumbo. I think that, like, this might transition into that whole topic. A lot of people are loyal because of the amount of time they've been friends with someone or in a relationship with someone or whatever, or how long you've worked at a place or whatever. And I think that a lot of people um, are like blindly loyal to people, are loyal to people who don't serve them. Like, like you said, if I'm a real friend, I probably warned them not to do it 1000 fucking percent, right? Like, or if I'm a real friend and you had some shit and like you had to do something, like I would not just warn you not to do it, but like, hey, let's problem solve. Let's try to figure out a way that you don't have to go this route and put yourself and your family or your friends in this position, right? Um, that's how I see that. And I'm not with this this loyalty because I've been loyal to you. Like if I've been loyal to you and then you are fucking me over by putting me in a shitty position, like how do I owe you my loyalty if you didn't owe me, you know, like being a decent fucking friend to me? Like why would you put me in this position? Or my life has got to be ruined because you did some fuck shit and you don't want to fucking deal with those consequences. Like, nah, that's just, you got to draw the line, man. You got to, you got to choose, I guess, you know, there's people who, if they really care for you, they wouldn't put you in a shitty fucking position. And then there's people who are so fucking selfish that they only think about themselves and they don't mind putting you in positions And then, you know, you fucking got to deal with the consequences that aren't even fucking yours in the first place. So, uh, it was an interesting, interesting, I think it's funny that Keith is like, Keith is like, how much would, what did my, how much time would my friend do and how long have I been with this person? I do, I do, I would ask those questions too. But I think that, like I just did, I, like, processed this shit. And my ultimately, my decision would be, first of all, I didn't get into this relationship to get out of it, right? Like, I don't know anybody who gets into a relationship thinking, ah, this is just going to be fun for now. Like, let's play around. Like, that's what dating's for. That's, like, seeing or talking and those little fucking stages are for. Like, a relationship is... Like, you're committed, right? Like, are you half-ass committed? Like, what's happening? Why are you there? Um, And, yeah, I mean, I don't want my friend to do life, but, like, don't kill nobody. Unless, unless they, like, hurt your child. You know, I don't know. I feel like if somebody did some shit to my kid, I would kill him. But I would gladly go to jail for that. So, there's that. Uh, yeah, but that conversation came up. I'm not, 
uh, gonna share his responses. <laughs> um, his responses were, um, there were circumstantial things as well. Um, some leaned this way, some leaned this way. But I think ultimate, and I understand, I get like, it's not easy. That's a really shitty position to be put in. But for me, ultimately, at the end of the day, what I would do is, sorry, pal, you're going in the slammer. <laughs> I'll write you. I'll put some money on your books. But uh, yeah, nah, that's how that goes. Like for me, I need my person with me. Right. So, yeah, that's how that goes. Sorry, I'm putting on socks because my feet are kind of cold. The I live in a coastal town in San Diego, and so it's been very June gloom lately. And I have my my bedroom has a sliding glass door. And so it's wide open because it was warm earlier and now it's kind of cold and overcast and my toesies are getting cold. <laughs> And I know you footies loved hearing that. Um, that's okay. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So what's the next topic? What was I talking about in my life? Does anybody remember? Or was that it? Is this a short show today? Did I get through it? Um, if you guys want, I can share the notes that I got from that video that I was talking about earlier. I'm trying to avoid talking about what's really on my mind because I want to set some fire to some shit, but I'm trying to not be that person because I've been doing a lot of work on myself and I don't want to go backwards. That's the only thing saving me from setting all this shit on fucking fire. <sighs> okay. Well, I'll share what he said. What uh, this video said. He said, when a man deeply loves a woman, he will start saying these seven things. Are you guys ready? Da -da 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 Drum roll, right? One. He will say, I'm on the way. So a man who deeply loves you, wants to be there for you, wants to come to your rescue. I agree. I don't disagree. What do you guys think? A man who deeply loves you, number two, this is number two. He says, I love you. It's very simple. It's not hard for him to tell you that. Um... He doesn't have a problem saying those three very scary words, right? Um, it, it removes insecurity, he said. He said, you'll know where you stand. So if he deeply loves you, he will tell you those things. Now, this isn't one of those videos I was critiquing like that. It's the videos that tell you, how to be attractive to a man. This one was telling women what to kind of look out for to know if, you know what I mean? Like, and, and I get that. I hear that because 
a lot of chicks waste a lot of time or a lot of people. I mean, this happens to men too with people who aren't serious, right? And so I, I understand that a lot of people go to the internet and they see these catchy titles and they're like, how do I know, right? They want some help confirming or, um, or, or telling them, hey, actually, this isn't like what you think it is. And so I get it. I get it. And so I'm not sharing this one to tear it down. I am sharing this one to tell you what I came across that then triggered the thoughts that I shared at the beginning of the show about how I think that a lot of these guys who have these channels are very predatory. Um, But this one, he, the first thing he said a man will do if he loves you is the on my, I'm on my way. He wants to help you. He wants to be there for you. He wants to come to your rescue if he can. And if he can't, he says he makes a way. He like tries to help figure it out. Two, he's not afraid to tell you he loves you. He's not afraid to remove that insecurity for you. He wants you to know where you stand with him. And that a lot of men show women that they love them by doing the things. But he says that Although actions speak louder than words, actions should be accompanied by words. And when he said that, I thought that was like, yes, exactly. Especially people like me who are like words of affirmation and, you know, acts of service, right? I need to, I'm not just a visual learner. I need to like do the things, feel the things, right? So when he said that, I was like, bingo, not just actions, actions accompanied by words. Um, he said it needs to not just be said, but it also needs to be practiced and not just practiced, but also said. Um, the next thing he says, number three, is you are my girlfriend, wife, etc. He puts a label on it. So a man who loves you is not afraid to make it official. He has no problem putting a label on it. He says it explicitly. He will properly present you to the world. And I agree with that too. I didn't disagree with that. It's like if they feel a certain way about you, they don't want anybody else to have the opportunity to come snatch you up. I agree. Um, number four. He said, how are you feeling? So if a man loves you, he's attentive to you and mindful of your concerns, your feelings, and those things. He'll check in on you. He wants to make sure you're okay, right? And I'll get to it. I'll get to how I feel right now. Um, Number five. I want to make you happy. Maybe not verbatim, but he will try to do the things that he knows. Like he he makes an effort to try to make you a happy person, even though for me, I think that you are responsible for your own happiness. But I do believe in doing little things for each other. And I think that the result is it makes them happy, but it's not to make them happy, right? It's like to 
do a kind thing to make their life a little bit easier, all those things, right? I don't think it's, like I said, to make them happy. I just think that that ends up being the result. Um, so that's kind of like where I disagreed there. Um, number six is we, us, our. So he uses words like we, us, our. He includes you in future plans. When he's talking about things, he's talking about like us down the road. We are going to have a house. This is ours. Those kinds of things. Um, how I feel about that. Hold on. I'll get back to that. Um, and then number seven, the seventh thing he said that a man says when he loves you is let's talk. He has a desire to bond and have togetherness and communication. Um, and yeah, I, I agree, Zumbo. I think that they do sound pretty accurate. Um, the I'm on the way thing, I think that just like women are like, I I think that men like to be needed, right? Just like I think women do. Um, and I think that a lot of the issues and the conflicts between like men and women right now and the divide that's like put between us, like with certain shit on social media is the, the real women movement and you don't need a man and all these things. Right. And, oh, men, you don't need a woman. We do. We need each other. Like, I think we need each other and we have different strengths and we can provide different things for each other um, and pick up where each other is lacking. Um, and so I think that just like women, men like to feel needed. And so I know for me, there's a lot of shit I can do by myself, right? That I've had to do by myself because I've been a single parent for so long that I'll really be like, hey, I really need your help with this. It's not something I need, but I want it. And I will voice that. And it's always nice when the guy's like, I got you. Let me help you build that. Let me help you pick this up. Let me help you carry these things. Like that shit right there is like, I like that. Even though I can do it by myself, I don't want to, but you want them to want to help you. And it is kind of like, it's not like a game as like where you're trying to test them, but it lets you know, right? Like, Hey, I'm on the way. Like, let me help you out. Like, that's a nice thing to hear. It's nice to know that they got you in whatever way that is. Um, with the I love you piece, um, who doesn't want to be loved? Who doesn't like to feel loved? Who doesn't like to hear that they are loved, right? Um, and I think it's it's so funny to me that like a, adults even, right? Like as an adult, telling someone you love them it's so hard, right? I think that people feel things relatively quickly when they're in like relationships and stuff. I think you kind of know 
But I think that because society tells you it's too soon or you should take your time or your experiences have taught you like, hey, don't dive in too fast. Hey, this could not be the right thing for you. You know, like all these things come to your head. It prevents you from like vocalizing how you feel, right? And I think that happens a lot of the time, especially with these words, I love you, right? It's so fucking scary to like put yourself out there like that and like to hand like, hey, here, person, hold my heart and please take care of it and be kind to it, right? Um, and I think that it's also like a power struggle. I think that like people think that you lose power in a relationship if you say it first. And I don't think that's true. Um, I have not been somebody who falls fast, but I fall hard. And, but with some people faster than others, right? Like everybody's different every, and and I've hear, heard people say like, oh, I've never felt like this with anybody before in my life. And I think that that's absolutely true for every new relationship because you can't feel that way because you've never been with that person before. And everybody's different. Everybody brings out something in you and you're not the same person now that you were six years ago when you entered a different relationship or whatever. So... I think that people don't consider that often. Um, And so how that relates to love is it's always going to feel a little different each time with every new person. And sometimes it happens faster and sometimes it takes a longer time. But I think that we shouldn't dismiss how we feel for fear of losing power or of being the only one who feels that way because what's meant for you won't miss you, right? That's how I think. That's how I feel. And I do think that a lot of people show it before they actually say it, but I think you need both. And that's how I feel about that one. And the label piece, right? Number three was like, they give you a label. This is an interesting one because I am 37. I live in a time where people, I just like, like people don't want to do it. They don't want to put a label on shit. They want to have their options open to them, right? And I think that because we have access to social media and access to so many fucking people now that we didn't have access to before, it makes it harder for you to commit to somebody because you're like, what if I meet someone better for me? And like, while I do think that there are people out there who are better for you than others, it, I think that the, the reason people say that the grass is greener where you water it is very true. Like, you can have a pretty good bond with someone. There might, there's always going to be someone hotter out there, right? There's always going to be someone that has more in a certain aspect 
than the person maybe you're with. But like, I think too, part of like being in a relationship is like helping each other grow. Like if you see somewhere in your partner that can be an up level, like I hope that you guys are in a space where you guys could talk to each other um, and maybe bring it out in each other um, and make each other the best people for each other, you know? Um, but that's just me and my loyal ass and how I am. And, um, I really am somebody who tries really hard for as long as possible until I can't anymore. Um, so that might be a a fault of mine because I have ended up spending too much time with the wrong people. Um, But I want to know. I'm not okay just walking away at the first sign of conflict because relationships have conflict. Um, That's definitely a thing. And I think it's like how you guys resolve that together is really like shows you, right? It shows you what you need to know. Um, The next thing, how are you feeling attentive to and mindful of your concerns? Um... Let's see. How are you feeling? I think that that's just like something like if you're in a relationship and you're not asking each other how you're feeling, like you just don't give a fuck about each other. Um, that's just that. I want to make you happy. Now, this is the one where I was like, I think that we're all responsible for our own happiness and that like I kind of already explained, is that, like, we'll do things um, for each other, but I don't think it should be to make them happy. I just think that that's what the result of doing kind things, showing that you care, helping them out, being on the way, telling them you love them, right? All the things, just showing up to the relationship like you should, I think will in turn create happiness, um, contributing to it, right? Not being responsible solely for it. Um, the we, the us, the ours, I've been in relationships or like I've been in situationships and relationships where nothing makes you feel more insecure and I don't care if it's a beginning stage or not. When you and I and I have done this before. I absolutely have. I'm not saying I'm not I'm, that I'm above it or haven't done it or haven't. When you speak about your future in a way that's you're only speaking about yourself because you you send the message that we, us, ours is off the table, right? Like if I'm talking only about the house that I'm going to buy by myself, you know, and I'm like almost four months, like, like for instance, right? I, I don't do this or whatever. We're not like, But if I was like, hey, yeah, I have this future plan for myself, blah, blah, blah. But you're already been fucking with someone for X amount of months. Um, I think it's rude. I think it 
tells you everything. I'm not going to be like, oh, yeah, I'm going to go like live in another country and have a farm. And like, this is my goal in life and not consider the fact that like, while that might have been my goal prior to this person entering my life to act like nothing's changed means that this has no weight on me and or influence and I don't give a fuck like that's the message I'm sending right so I think that I think that if you are in a space where you do give a fuck even a little bit right you don't just say shit in a singular in a singular like tense right you don't like talk about all the things for yourself you can say what you wanted for yourself and and that's fine but you also i feel like if you're messing with someone you're you're talking to someone in a certain manner hang like if you're doing boyfriend and girlfriend shit then I, it would be really fucking rude of me to not speak as if you matter and that you're not here because you are here. You're in my life right now. And so I do have to include you in some way. And if I'm not, then I think that says how I feel and that this is probably not a thing. And if that's not a thing, what the fuck am I doing wasting this person's time? Right? Like it's like, it's irresponsible. It's not okay. Don't fuck with people if you really know you're not going to fuck with people because you're just putting off the inevitable because why? You don't want to feel like a monster. You're not a monster for being true to yourself and being authentic to yourself. Now, you need to make sure your delivery isn't harsh, right? Like you are responsible for how it impacts them. Like, I always say like intent and impact, you're responsible for both. You can deliver how you feel in a way that's not harsh, rude, or destructive. Like you don't have to hurt somebody to like be true to yourself, right? Um, And so that's how I feel about that. And the let's talk, like... I like that the desire to bond, like, I don't want to be with someone who doesn't want to talk to me. What the fuck is this like? What are we doing? You don't want to have a conversation with me. You don't want to understand what's going on in my head and how I feel and all these things. Like, I want to know. And if I don't, I don't give a fuck about you. And again, what are we doing if that's the case? Right? So I did like, now I don't like that the title was if he deeply loves you. I think that if you just, if you care about the person or even if you love them, right, it doesn't have to be this like, I've been with you for 20 years, deep love. Like, I love you. I don't, and I think that the issue is not everybody who uses that word means it. That's the other piece is like, people can say they love you, but when their actions don't, meet the words like then you know it has to be both I think both they go hand in hand um so I think that if you love a person and you're like genuine I would say genuine rather than deep that's how I would edit that 
genuine rather than deep. When you genuinely love somebody, you are on the way. I love you. You are my girlfriend. You are my whatever. Like you're not afraid to put a label on it. If you genuinely love them, how are you feeling? If you genuinely love them, what can I do to contribute to your happiness? If you genuinely love them, we us our, right? We speak French, right? Um, genuinely love them. Let's talk. That's the word I would have chosen. Not deeply. I think deeply is clickbait, which is what I don't like about this shit. Uh, let's see what you guys have to say. Cause I've been talking for like 50 minutes and right. Um, Zumbo agrees with the word choice there. Yes. Th- Keith, thank you for letting them know. Um, Larry says, I agree with a lot of what you're saying, but not all of it, which makes me think. So thanks for making me think heavy shit. That's the thing, Larry, like you don't, nobody has to agree a hundred percent with everything I say, right? Let's have a conversation. Like let's, if it sparks a thought of a perspective you haven't considered dope, like if someone says some shit to me, like, and I don't agree with it, that's cool. Like, but I like to hear other perspectives. There's a lot of shit that I don't agree with, but I'm glad I heard it because I am someone who wants to understand where people are coming from, what they're saying, why they had, like, are viewing it from whatever lens, like how that lens got there. Like I am very much a curious person. I want to know all the things. I don't know anything compared to all the things I need to know and want to know. Right. Um, And I think that we can all still have respect for each other as human beings and not have the same opinions right? So thank you, Larry, for saying that. I truly appreciate you. And the fact that y'all are here and you're listening, you're engaging in the conversation, like that's what we're here for, right? That makes me happy. That's what I'm here for. I don't need all kinds of hype and buzz and all the bullshit. Like the solid, like I'm all about quality versus quantity, period. Um, that's where I sit. That's the side of the fence I sit on. <sighs> deep breaths, deep breaths. Thanks. Thanks, Larry. I appreciate you. So guys, I didn't think I'd get through all that so fast. You know, A couple weekends ago, I had to hurry up and try to squeeze it into an hour. And this time, I'm like at the 51 minute mark and I'm like, I feel pretty complete with everything I just said, right? Um, I, this solo podcasting, it's not easy, um, It definitely has challenged me, and I think that that's where the growth happens, right? It was scary on my first episode. I told you guys I was really fucking nervous. I was really nervous the second time. Um, You have to prepare more ahead of the time, like with 
the podcasting when Jimmy was here, it was easy because we just get on, we talk, we fuck around, we shoot the shit, and an hour flies by, right? But I have nobody to feed off of, to banter, like none of that. And so I told you guys, I feel like you have to do some research. You have to bring something. You have to teach people something. You have to have a story and you have to be able to do it for X amount of time by yourself. And that shit isn't easy, but the reason that I continued to do it was because it was a challenge and it was new and it was scary. And I feel like over the last six episodes of me doing this, that I have developed in ways that I would never have developed um, had, you know, continuing to do it with a person. And while I do have a separate podcast called Bitch Guess What with my cousin, um, I'll put it in the description and I hope that you guys can support that one too. Um, I will, I do have that, that duo kind of podcast. We just brought Lucho on. He's, um, a permanent member of Bitch Guess What as of right now. So it's the three of us, um, follow and subscribe there. I, I like having a solo platform right now too. And part of me feels bad for feeling that way because I I like it, but I don't want it to sound like I like it more or anything. Like, I would totally, um, thanks, Serena. Um, I would totally, you know, go and do the duo thing with Jimmy again when he comes back, if he wants to come back um, from his break. But I think that I would also want to continue by myself as well um, because I super enjoy it. And I think that I have a lot of things I can to say and to share. And like Larry says, you know, help you provoke a thought. Like that's the shit I'm into. Like that's what I'm here for. Like that's all I want. And um, and like I said, developing myself and my my confidence and uh, and my ability to speak. Right. Um, I work for a motivational speaking company, so I think that helps. Um, and so. I don't know the future of this channel. It's um, super up in the air, I guess. And I feel a lot of different ways um, that I don't want to express right now because I, I think there's a lot more thought that has to go into it than, than has gone into it already, which has been a lot... Um, but thank you guys um, for your support. <sighs> I really appreciate you. And yeah, that's all I think. I'll, that's all I got. I think I'm complete for today. And yeah, um, hopefully I'll do another one next week. I, I really felt like canceling this week because of the kind of week I had and the kind of conversations that were had in the background. Um, 
I felt like canceling and I'm glad I didn't um, because I really do enjoy podcasting and um, talking about shit that I geek out on that I think is um, interesting and sharing what I learned. I love that. I love sharing what I learned. Um, Yeah. And that's it. All you guys can do to help or support me or is to continue showing up, letting me know that I am not wasting my time um, subscribing, sharing, commenting, liking, all the things. So um, that lets me know that what I'm doing is not for nothing and what I'm fighting for is not for nothing. And yeah, that's all. That's all I have to say. So with that, I hope you all have a wonderful week and you will see me on Thursday, I think. Um, Thank you to Keith, Zumbo, Larry, Serena, EMB Show, William, you guys, Matt, Jay Wynn, if you're still here, Amir, Thank you guys. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you for supporting me. I really, 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 really appreciate it. You guys have no fucking clue. So, um, yeah, have a good night guys. Have a good week and I'll, uh, see you on Thursday. Bye.